0: West Outdoors, tickling that to be with you this Saturday, and every Saturday, we hope, we hope, I am basking in the aura of my co-host, the one, the only, the impetuous.
1: <laughs> Such big words.
0: I got that off a movie. <laughs> Grant called Custer impetuous, didn't oh, he? Didn't I don't remember that one. Well, I think so. But anyway, you're impetuous. <laughs> What's that mean?
1: I don't know. I hope that, I don't know. It doesn't sound bad.
0: I think it's impatient, isn't it? Wouldn't that be the terminology of that? Somebody look at him.
1: <laughs>
0: Are we losing our producer, Covell?
1: Unfortunately. Why? And
0: the, the ship just gets sailing, and we just get it out of the dock, and you're bailing. Sh- you're getting out on us right now.
2: Well, we have a the, the backup quarterback is now the starter. He, you know, like <laughs> he has a higher potential than me. There it is, and that would be Beckett. That, that would be Beckett. That
1: would be Beckett. <coughs> Beckett's be- been with us the last three or four weeks, now, and he's come sober every
2: day. I know. Yeah. I just, <laughs>
0: I'm worried about the boy. Yeah. Uh, what the hey? What are you
2: going to do? Where are you going? I mean, I'm uh, I'm, I'm getting back on this road, I'm getting back on this road. Uh, you know, since I'm uh, an esteemed comedian and things like that. Uh-huh. So yeah, I'm getting getting my availability back, but I will be, still be around. I won't oh, be. A we don't want to lose you. I won't be a stranger. Okay. Well, so
1: I'll, I'll worry about you. <laughs> you are a, a comedian for hire. What? Uh, give me an example of what a show that you do is like.
2: Give me an example. Oh, that's hmm. kind of hard to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do know. you just stand up and stand tell jokes? I, I, I do. Like I said, yeah, my, my specialty is crowd work, and hmm. my other specialty is just being – Gosh darn hilarious! <laughs> so, yeah, like I I can't even hold the funny back sometimes. Yeah. Are
0: you a Jack Benny type person? Have you ever watched Jack Benny on stage? Jack Benny. Yeah, you sometimes you ought to key a key a YouTube at Jack Benny. He just stood yeah, well, around a lot.
2: He was around during the Flip Wilson days, wasn't he? Well, before, before, that, even, even before. that, you know, it goes
0: back in the 50s, 60s, you know. So He's funny.
2: I'm a historian but kind of like the NBA before they had film. I don't know what happened. Yeah, there you go. Okay. <laughs> what well, kind
1: we, what kind of groups do you uh perform for?
2: Uh, well, well, travel with the Veterans of Comedy. I'm actually going to be having a comedy show that I, comedy shows that I'll be producing in town eventually monthly, but I'm starting off quarterly and things like that. So no cool. Yeah, I make all demographics laugh.
1: Well good. How can people see where you're at?
2: Um, com is getting redone. It'll be done. It'll be re, It'll be ready at the end of the week and Instagram Ville Hudson and Facebook Coville Hudson. You okay. go. Well,
1: mm-hmm. when you get up, get it up and running. Let us know. We'll we'll give you a plug every now and then.
2: We'll do. I appreciate it. And I'll, I'll let you guys. Uh, you guys have tickets to the show.
0: Just well, tell me when and where. Uh, don't forget us when you become a star, please.
2: No, I won't. For
1: sure. Okay. All right. I won't. For sure. And right. and before you go, what what's your uh, what's your feel for the game Sunday?
2: My feel Sunday is because and the
1: reason I ask is you've been dead on through the playoffs. Yes, you have. Yes, so.
2: yes, and um, I like to consider myself humble, but I'd say I've been right all year.
1: Mm-hmm. Even, yeah. You
2: know, the first few losses and things like that. Yeah. That was right. them
1: beating themselves.
2: <laughs> exactly, yeah. I stand behind. There's no teams that can beat the Chiefs but the Chiefs, and I believe the score will be 28-10. to 10. Dang. The Chiefs will contain McCaffrey. Our offensive line will impose their will, and the Chiefs will win the turnover battle. And Boy, this is this is not
1: this is not the comedic side of you. Well, no, it's not. This is the uh, this uh, is serious this from is the heart. Yep. This <laughs> is a heart attack. Huh? Well, I believe you. You've been the best <clears throat> analyst on this yep. station this, yep. this uh, playoff run. So, yeah. All right.
2: Well, you know, I want you guys to say that a little bit louder, <laughs> <laughs> a little bit more often, if you want to. <laughs>
1: about spit my coffee all right <laughs> yeah he was about the lone <laughs> the lone voice down here saying that we were going to beat baltimore yeah i know
2: yeah
1: he's really right on i'm proud of you
2: i appreciate keep you. I in
1: appreciate touch you.
0: so even regardless of what happens yeah
2: we'll do i'm going hunting and everything with you guys good right. i love it yeah. that'd be know.
0: great that'd be great anytime you want to go the boys worked them over yesterday out of one pit that killed 30 geese. so
1: and i'm telling you talking about geese i had to take my brother up to nebraska too bad. To, uh, I'm sorry, he had a, a a car that had blown an engine going to see a relative, and I got up around. I'm sorry, it's Mound City. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't. It, it's Lois Lane. What? What? Lois Bluffs. They yeah, call it now. Whatever. Yeah. But I about the time I got to where the the refuge would be, I was on 29 head north, and I drove for about 40 minutes north. And for that entire 40 minutes, it was one wave after another It's
0: unbelievable. There were 660,000 birds over there yesterday.
1: I went east about a half an hour and came back. So it was about an hour before I got back on 29. Same thing. Yeah. Wave after wave after wave of snow geese heading from the north to the south. Yeah. Toward the refuge. Yeah. Unbelievable (laughs) numbers of snow geese.
0: It is something. Now, here's the way. i got a game plan for the weekenders. Drive to the Squall Creek, which is now called Lois Bluffs, and get up there about ten o'clock, and uh, go through the refuge. You know, and oh, do you, it. you don't need to see this pregame last for four hours and talk about who's going to fumble and all this stuff. Right. You know, and get back in time for the game at about 5 o'clock and put your feet up and, and do that. It, it Take your kids because they're never going to forget what they're going to see it, there.
1: You just can't believe what you're saying.
0: You know, when I filmed with the BBC guys last year, we hit it perfect. There was a 1,200,000 geese there. And those guys had filmed in the Arctic Circle. They had been to Africa. They had been to the North Pole. I mean, they had been everywhere, and they just stood there with their mouth open.
1: Isn't that – and that's – wow, that's saying something.
0: Yeah, and that's an hour and 10 minutes drive north of here, or less, if you drive like I do. And it's something to see. It, it, it absolutely it, is. And it's completely out of balance. I think they say now there's 13.3 million snow geese in the stratosphere as we speak. And if things were in balance, there would be 3.6 million.
2: Mm-mm-mm.
0: And, you know, they, they're going to get a disease. And what they're worried about is that disease filtering over to the mallard population and uh and some of the birds that we c- killed last year you didn't want to touch them mm-hmm. they had gross on them they were nasty looking really? and and it all comes back they should have maybe and this this spring goose season takes 10 percent out of the equation or less not enough to make no, a difference. not it not it's like taking a bucket of water out of the ocean you know what I but it's better than nothing yeah do so you know that that the aerial view alpha satellite up where these uh, snogies say stay through the summer it destroyed counties up there it's like barren earth now and there's a little weed that grows up kind of looks like a two-leaf clover instead of a four-leaf clover three-leaf clover and it grows up and they pull it out by the roots and that's their diet basically well my understanding is that when they pull it up it takes a hundred years for that to come back nuts so you know what is the answer You know, other than mass disturbance. It's so vast up there. You can't just go in there and say, I'm going to spray here, there, gone. You can put dishwashing soap on them, and it'll kill them. You know, it breaks down the oil on them, and they'll freeze to death. But it's such a miserable death, and and, and it's terrible. Right. But I don't know what the answers are. There's a lot of people that are a lot smarter than me, especially me. Um, Not you. You're a smart guy. But (laughs) um, I don't know what the answer is. I don't think any duck biologist, any biologist uh, has answers for this. It's uh, crazy.
1: It's probably going to come down to Mother Nature correcting itself, unfortunately. I'm
0: afraid so. And uh, it's the way Mother Nature has done it all the way. You know, when the coyotes got thick, they got the mange. You know, Mm -hmm. that's just the way it is on the deal. But uh, I, I, I don't know. But right now, here's what the deal is. It's created its own industry. Yeah, those cornfields are all leased. Everybody got 1,000, 2,000 decoys. I wouldn't even think about going out there without 500 decoys. <clears throat> but, and that's and a lot of work. And they're 20 bucks a piece, You know, some of the full like, bodies are 20 bucks a piece. The flags are not yeah. bad, $5 a piece. But, you know, it, it's just crazy times. Just crazy, crazy times as far as wildlife. Maybe we were, brought them back too much. Uh, you know. Yeah. I, I, maybe that's something. I don't know. You know, I, I'm not smart. I don't understand it at all. But it's crazy times in the waterfowl populations. And, uh, you know, unless something drastic happens, a disease factor, which I'm sure is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Probably Do you know how,
1: any idea how long those geese are going to stay up there at that refuge? Probably kind of it depends
0: on the weather and all that stuff. A lot of them are already in North Dakota. They've gone on through. There's probably a couple hundred thousand went up north, uh, and that's way too early. You know, on a deal, so just weird. And they had such a great hatch last year. The guys that are hunting the thirty that they killed yesterday. My boy Chris was talking to him last night, and he said most of them were juveniles. You mm-hmm. know, and they'd be stratospheric. I mean, up looked like little pin dots in the sky, and they just set their wings and down, and they come and work unreal. and work and work. Unplugged shotguns, five dollar tag, whether you're resident or non-resident. Half hour before sunrise, half hour after sunset. No limit. Kill all as you can on the darn things. And, you know, they're actually people, don't, everybody smirks at this, but they're good eating. Oh, I know. Yeah, and, they they really take are. the breast down. They use an upside-down plow is what I call it. They put it on the bumper hitch, and you pull on them, and it lifts the breast out of them. So you can skin one in seconds, you know, basically. A uh, minute, a minute and a half, you're done with what, every bird. <clears throat> and you grind that in what well, we did. We took it and put it in with sausage. Whoa. You know, it's very, very edible, and, uh, and my wife would cook, them when we first got married, she would cook them in a marmalade jelly-type-looking stuff with Worcestershire sauce. That's going I don't, be know good. Why, don't know why, what it did, but you, which you ate one piece, you ate it all. <laughs> you know, there was nothing wrong with it at all. It was a, a candy-type taste in That's meat. Yum. Yeah, it was yummy, yummy, yeah, the deal, so, you know, but a lot of people don't, but. You know, it's it's you know it's like ducks. A lot of people don't want to eat ducks because they think it do not taste good. Well, work on it a little bit. You can make them very, very, absolutely. very, very edible. Especially teal and gadwall. You know, are very, very good, and mallards are too. Not a deal. So just just beauty's in the eye of the beholder.
1: But if anybody listening hadn't been up there, you got to get up there. Something to see. Some, do you think how
0: many? A, a week, two weeks, a month? It depends on the weather. Again, could yes. be they could pull out of here in the morning. You know, but they're there now. And you get there at 10 o'clock because they go out and feed, and then they turn around and come back, 10 to 2. Uh, yesterday, about 2 o'clock in the afternoon, the sky was just full of them coming back from the north. We went out to cornfields It's crazy. Crazy it, how many. It's even.
1: something to say. And there's a lot of eagles out there, too, didn't yeah, you say? I had
0: 56. I quit counting that one day I went through there. Uh, you know, uh, you can't believe the eagles. And then if you're lucky enough, you see them little otters going across the ice. And a lot of mouse scratch. You'll see coyotes while you're up there. You'll see deer. Not as many deer as it used to be, but uh, you'll see some deer from time to time. But it's, it, you know, just make the loop all the way around there. It's seven miles, I think it is, the drive around the refuge. It's something to see. Mm-hmm. Really, I highly really. Highly recommend is. it. Yeah, and that's why the BBC guys came here. You yeah, know, out I mean, of all the places
1: in the world. The world
0: to go, they came here. Yep. And what you're seeing up there, Mark, is, you know, you're seeing. 10 percent of yeah that's the that's, crazy that's thing. the crazy part about it. you're seeing 10 percent of what's there and there's mm-hmm. a flyway over in illinois there's you know they're all over the place but uh you know they're on the west coast east coast they're all mm-hmm. over the place but it's it is something to see it really really yep. really is and it <laughs> is and go to paula's restaurant see up at craig and eat do they have a tenderloin oh do they it's so big, you can't, can't even it's, – it's I hate you, that. You could take – well, just cut it in two <laughs> and take half of it yeah, at home. Right. That's what you do. Yeah. No But a good little restaurant, I do. Uh, we're proudly brought to you by Shurag. Shurag uh, is the people that I use on my duck club to spray the weeds and the chemicals and all the works of the most professional people you'll ever, ever deal with. Between the three managers, and I haven't met the fourth one, there was 116 years of experience at Shurag. They're located in Savannah, Osmond, Fourth City, Missouri. And now over at Plattsburgh, Missouri, there's nobody more professional. Uh, they will not. They will leave your farm in better shape than you came. And if you got a problem with weed control, which weed control does happen, uh, sometimes the chemical, the magic works. Sometimes the magic doesn't. Um, sure I will come back, take care of it, and spray it again. Do whatever it takes to make you a happy camper. So, again, it's Shurag, Savannah, Osborne, Four City, and now up in Plattsburgh, Missouri. You're going to love doing business with these guys. You're listening to the Midwest Outdoors. We're going to take a little break. We'll be right back with you.
2: American girls and American guys, we'll always stand up and salute. We'll always recognize when we see your glory flying. There's a lot of men dead So we can sleep in peace at night When we lay down our heads My daddy served in the army Where he lost his right eye But he flew a flag out in our yard Till the day that he died He wanted my mother, my brother My sister and me To grow up and live happy In the land of the free Now this nation that I love Is falling under attack A mighty sucker punch Came flying in from somewhere In the back Soon as we could see clearly Through our big black eye Man we lit up your world Like the 4th of July Hey Uncle Sam Put your name
3: tribute to Toby Keith. Jeff Williams is our guest pretty regular. Not enough. Yeah. And, nine.
0: and uh, him and Toby started that lure company, Strike Keith. Yeah. Well they, they bought it. Yeah they uh, revived it. Revived it. Along with Jimmy Houston. And he passed last week and uh, what a great American. Yeah he a great nice. human. Did a lot for the troops. Went over there and, and entertained them and just a, a good guy. He right a right good. here a Midwestern guy I call him. Yep. Oklahoma boy, yeah. that uh, had such success and such a wonderful human. Everybody I talked to about him just glows. Yeah, yeah He was just a wonderful, wonderful person. He will be missed. He will be missed there. will be a void in our life. will yeah, never sure be filled. Uh, we are brought to you by HSM, the uh, varmin hunting am- ammunition. They make it in a 218B, which Mark owns nine of them. Um, you don't even know what a 218B is. I've heard you talk about it, but okay. I've never seen one. They've got, they got a loadout called Tipping Point, Mark. And it, it, 243, 6.5 Creedmoor, two seventy seven 7mm 08, 308 Winchester 30-odd 6. I've got it in a 243. And so I shoot a lot. I don't shoot near enough, but I, lo- I love shooting. I shot, set up targeted. I, I missed a coyote, and I thought, boy, it must be, it wasn't surely Fred Ramsey. I, <laughs> and it was. But anyway, so I shot bullet into bullet into bullet into bullet, into bullet in the hole. Boom, 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 boom. I thought, well, golly, I was watching it, and I thought, man, I didn't miss. And I went down in the other hole, and touched into the right. other hole. This stuff, it, this tipping point ammunition, this HSM, there's nothing on the market even comes close. In my opinion, it is a wonderful, wonderful product. So HSM, um, they just uh, exciting. Uh, it's got uh, uh, I just can't go enough on them. I can't do the commercial good enough. That's what's wrong with this. This is how good a product it is. There's nothing like it. And it's available at uh, Bass Pro and Walmart or great guns up in Liberty, or I always say Carney, but Liberty and uh, uh, a wonderful one. Again, you get it in a 243, 6.5, 7 millimeter 7mm, 308 Winchester, 30 out six, until you've shot this stuff. And then they've got that low recoil. That you can yeah, basically right. shoot it That's off your lip uh, for you've got kids and a little learning curve with it as far as uh, the distance shooting.
1: But almost 50% less recoil. It's a
0: wonderful product. I, I've never been around anything like this. You know, this is the best, and I've shot Winchesters, Remingtons, Federal's. They all got great products. HSM is better. Yep, that's the way I look at it on the deal. So, anyway, that's that's who, who we got as a guest.
1: Brad Lovelace going to be back with us this yes. week. Yeah, he's the secretary of the Department of Kansas, Kansas Department of Wildlife and Parks. <clears throat> I'm sorry. He's just such an interesting guest. There's so much going on in the state of Kansas. We just didn't have near enough time to talk to him last week. So he's gracious enough to come on back with us this week. Um, boy, I tell you, I was talking to uh, Richard Bowling mm-hmm. down at Truman. I, I'm, I'm telling you, folks, if you want to have some fun, get a hold of Richard Bowling right now. Uh, whether it's crappie now, the crappie, the crappie is crazy. You know, just a week and a half ago, we had ice on the lake and. If you could catch fish, and there was fish being caught, but you had to go 25, 30 feet deep to get them. He's seeing fish that are so shallow right now in his life scope. No, my. There is no separation between their back and the top of the water. Whoa. He's catching fish from 1 to 10 feet deep in the from the mouth of coves, two-thirds of the way wow. back. Wow. This is too early. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, you know, we've, we're still having some cool nights. The daytime feels like spring, but uh, – the water takes a little bit to warm up, but he's fishing, and this is what he typically does this time of year. When it's we got these cold nights, fish the muddier water because it warms up during the day, and it's like a blanket on it mm-hmm. at night. It doesn't cool off near as fast as the clearer water does. So uh, you can get out there right, you know, right early in the morning and be catching fish in that that muddier water. Whereas the clearer water takes just a little bit a little bit for the fish to wake up. Yeah. So, but yeah, but the fun thing that he's doing right now. This is my favorite time of the year to fish for blue cats. Those catfish get up in no water. I mean, they they are power pulling in two foot of water. Wow. And fan casting from a foot of water to eight foot of water on these on these flats, main lake flats. And I do this down at Lake of the Ozarks too. But it's so much fun. They're so shallow, and there's been times where you get a really good one on there. And I'm when they hit, they just pull that rod tip down to (laughs) the water, and before I get the rod. Picked up, you'll if you get a really good one, it'd be doing like an alligator roll out there. I mean, making a just all kinds mean, of racket. It's so much fun. Oh, they give Richard Bowling a call and uh, he can get you set up with the cat. You know, educate or, you on school. Absolutely, yeah, right. And, uh, yeah. And that's worth the trip. Right you there. got it. Uh, unbelievable. So,
0: hey, we got Bud Gordon on the line. And we're going to talk about um, people. You know, have bad arches, bad knees. Um, yeah,
1: and he's got the solution. He, but what? He does, doesn't he? Yeah. Bud Gordon, Sports Medicine Store. How are you helping people this weekend?
3: Well, good morning, guys. We help people probably for the last 16 years. Since we started, with was 16 years ago, Mark. We've done a little over 17,000 patients.
1: Oh, my wow. gosh. Wow. Wow. Okay?
3: I wouldn't want to have been the first 5 or 10 or 20, but the Me. next 100 or 200 or 300, we got pretty good at it. <laughs> and, uh, as you're probably well aware, I developed all kinds of implants with a foot and a knee and a hip and... And the guys who work with me have the same kind of background. So we kind of know what we're talking about. And uh, probably more than most people in the United States, even including most of the doctors, we have patients come in from. So what we do, most people that come in with a foot problem are what they call pronated or flat-footed. And people are embarrassed if you tell them they're flat-footed. doesn't mean anything. It's just what it is, you know. You have to identify the problem before you can fix it. Right. So we explain what pronation happens to be and how it affects the foot. The foot has 26 bones down there and 33 moving joints. The way God built the foot is just kind of miraculous. So when it's tilted or flat, all those bones are being crushed to the side. So they don't work correctly, okay? So what we do is straighten them all out. The term is subtalar neutral, which I won't bother people with. But there's basically three arches that line all those bones up. We align all three of them up in subtalar neutral. And from heel strike to toe lift off, the foot's the foot's heel. Now, almost everybody with plantar fasciitis is that the pain starts just in front of the heel uh, at the plantar fascia area and t- can penetrate all over because you've got like 60,000 nerve endings down there that can and cause all kind of problems. So what we do is we align the whole thing up. It's like a split. If a custom insole is made correctly, it's like a great split. And your right foot and your left foot are as different as your fingerprints, your hand and left foot. So they both have to be perfect. When they're both perfect, people take four or five steps, and I say, Bud, you heal me. I said, I haven't healed a damn thing. I splinted you, just like we had a broken arm or broken leg. I splinted you. Are you out of pain? Absolutely. Are you healed? No. We all healed at a different time frame. So, Mark, yours was really bad. It probably took what three or four weeks to really get you healed. I would imagine.
1: That's about right. Yeah, two weeks.
3: Yeah, and you're and you're really severe. So most people that come in are maybe one one third your severity, and it may take a week or two to actually get them to heal. So our heal rate is probably now in the ninety nine percent rate. And it just depends on how old you are, how big the chair is, all kind of variables, how long it takes to heal. But we get a healing rate just almost 100%. So that's what we do. It takes about 25 minutes to make them for both feet, trim them, put them in your shoe, and you walk out the door without pain. That's what we do.
1: And I think as important as anything, this is a full-foot uh, device. It's not like some of the things that I've heard advertised on radio and television that I got sucked into which didn't do anything for me. I mean, maybe if somebody has nothing but a you know need in an arch support, maybe that'd be okay for that. But uh, it yours be uh,
3: okay for that either. The mm-hmm. reason that you have to have a full length and mark is because there are three arches. Two of those arches run the full length of your foot on the outside, and the inside. All right. and The other the other ones runs cross. So we don't align all three of them. up. It's just worth, worthless to do one because yeah. you do, you never get it correctly. You can't align all those bones up. So that's the only reason we'll do a full length, and That's the only reason anybody should ever buy. The custom insoles full in for me or anybody else, because well, they're not going to work that
1: I'm a big so, believer you have done miracles for my feet, and, and you know how bad mine are. But uh, let me yeah, recommend – Yeah, I highly recommend you. Anybody out there that's got foot pain, the sports medicine store, are the people to see. Where are you?
3: We're at 9738 Warnell Road. We're in Suite 100. And If they have any questions, they can call myself or Steve. for an area code 816-859-5440. We'll be there today from 9 till 2, and during the week, Monday through Friday, we're there from 9 to 4. It takes about 25 minutes to get you in, fitted, and out of pain. Not a bad deal. No.
1: Yeah, must well. do. If you've got foot pain, this is a must do. Well, Bud, thank you. Have we, a great weekend, guys. You too. We'll talk to you next week. Okay. Yeah, baby. Yeah, really.
0: <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, listen to the Midwest Outdoors. We're going to take a little bit of a break. We'll be right back
1: with you. Red Solo Cup. You up, let's have a party.
2: Let's have a party. I love
1: you, Red Solo Cup. I lift you up. A Proceed to party. Proceed to party. I love my Red Solo Cup. Yeah. Yeah, I really a tribute to Toby Keith, one of the great time, Americans, really
0: great outdoorsmen. Uh, semi friend of our show and, uh, with Jeff and well, gonna miss him a lot. Left us way too early. Way too early. Six void. Mm-hmm. They can't be filled on their darn thing. So, hey, we're brought to you by King City Lumber, kingcitylumber.com. If you've not had an outbuilding built by these people, shame on you. Uh, gonna have to get on a waiting list. Boy, they're doing good and, uh, a lot of demand for outbuildings. So I, be- I drive by uh, this one building that a friend of mine built and that's been 15 20 years ago king city lumber built it and it looks like it's brand new it looks like the day they put it in the ground you know it's just unbelievable their quality of workmanship is surpassed by none master carpenters first rate lumber will not leave your job until you're 100% satisfied kingcitylumber.com go to the website kingcitylumber.com You'll be amazed. I don't know what it is about outbuilding. Should you ever go to their website, Mark King City Lumber? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Isn't that weird? Yeah, I know. What? I just <laughs> sit there and about me- It don't take much to
1: mesmerize me. No, it's it's uh, fun to wish.
0: Yeah, what the hay? hey? Hey, we you, got to, uh, one thing we need to really harp on here a little bit. The Kansas Open is coming
1: eighth, ninth, and tenth. Yeah, the Open Season Sportsman's Expo. That gonna be great. Yeah. Well, it got better because you've agreed to go out there and do a little seminar. Yeah, I'm duck hunting,
0: and yeah. I don't know nothing about it, but we'll try. You know, <laughs> well, uh, you laugh and, and giggle. And giggle. We'll tell some of
1: the stories. will be true too. It's at the you know? yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Overland Park Convention Center, March eighth, ninth, and tenth. Uh, there's going to be a lot of speakers out there, including. I mean, you're you're definitely worth the price of admission, right there. Well, tell jokes. Yeah, right. Like, um, some of them jokes. You, maybe I better. Well, better to do it. Yeah, not on the air. We'll put it that way. Off of the air. Oh, <laughs> yeah. In the back
0: room behind the curtain. Yeah, right. You, if, will I embarrass you, you think? No. You don't think so? No. Not you going to get on stage with me? Yeah, yeah, And every time yeah, yeah. I swing at you, you quack? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you going to do then and quack. Well, yeah. <laughs> you, you can do that. Well, you quack me up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but you can save some money if you uh, get your tickets in advance. The day adult ticket is $10 online. Uh, kids under 12 are free. The day of the uh, open season Sportsmen's expo tickets are fifteen dollars so uh, just go online you can get a whole lot more information about who's going to be there and the vendors that'll be there it's the but just remember the name open season sportsman's expo march 8th 9th and 10th at the overland park convention center and joining us on the phone right now for a uh, an encore performance uh, we have Brad Loveless, Secretary of the Kansas Department of Wildlife and Parks. Brad, thank you so much for coming on with us again this week. How are you doing this week?
4: Good morning. Just, just, you guys are doing terrific, too.
1: We, uh, I just had a, a text from one of our listeners that wanted me to ask you about uh, – he's a little concerned about hearing that uh, that there's going to be a ban on non-resident hunters in Kansas next year for the water waterfowl season, you, uh, are you hearing anything about that?
4: Well, we 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 our folks
1: kind of are
4: their own success. I wonder this, the this is working. I know
1: just, hey, Brad, Brad please, let me in, Brad, Brad let, let me interrupt you. We've got a real bad connection. You got with a Terrible
0: you. connection. Uh, call back. Can or, we call you back, or do you got a A a different place it's it's just yeah yeah. it's bizarre
4: i'll move a little bit i thought it was good i'll move a little bit and call me right back
0: okay all right right. right. very good yeah yeah uh kind of yeah that was (laughs) he's too good a guest not to gotta hear him have a good connection with him him. (laughs) you know some of the marginal guests you can go out nobody's (laughs) listening (laughs) anyway hey uh speaking of marginal guests i met jose trevino say what and uh, I didn't get to meet Sean Taylor but he was he's supposed to let I'm not recruiting yeah. listeners you know we only got three yeah and so I had a little doctor's appointment with Jose the other day and uh, his uh, and the other nurse that was in there involved with this she'd been mar- she's married to Sean Taylor and he's a, an avid deer hunter and Jose is just one of those kind of people he, he, I wanted to spend about an hour of time with him uh, <laughs> he was just a good guy and we had a giggle and laugh and and all that stuff and i told them a couple stories and and uh but i told them i said hey i'll miss you on the air today you know so now they owe me right so you know next time i go in there they'll be more kind to me (laughs) well i don't know about that they were mean to me they were you can't believe what they wanted to do to my body (laughs) i mean it's, it's just crazy have you ever had a colonostomy?
1: I have not had that pleasure yet. I know I'm doing i am
0: tell you what, I'm looking forward to this thing, like
1: uh Like getting the crap beat out of you.
0: Whoa, this is going to be a tremendous – and they give you this thing to read, you know, and it just talks you right out. <laughs> you get to drink this and get up 2 o'clock in the morning drink this and do that and do this and do that. And you go, come on, people. You know, I don't know whether dying would be better. <laughs> yeah, Just not knowing what's wrong <laughs> with you. I'm <laughs> not going to say, oops, things ain't right here. <laughs> oh well.
1: uh, We All got right. it back here. Here we go.
0: Brad, you there?
4: Hey, I'm here. I'm here. Oh, that's cool. much better. better. All
1: right. All right. Well, sorry to interrupt you on that, but we were talking about the, the potential ban on the the non-resident waterfowl season next yeah. year. What, what's going on there?
4: Yeah. What's going on is we our numbers kept increasing and increasing at in our at our public areas. And so we talked about this for a couple of years with our commissioners, trying to figure out how we could balance what our residents want and what our non-residents want. I mean, we had folks coming from every place, but South Carolina, Georgia, even Arkansas, Louisiana, traditional deck areas. So so we we talked that around and around and finally concluded that what, might be a good place to start we did a few things like like say you can't go out before uh, challenges residents go out you know they go out first thing in the morning and you'll know, hunt you know, maybe a little later but then they back and do what they they have to do but non-residents tended to be out they were going out all night they'd stay out there they'd get their spot they'd stay all night they tended to run their boats and and so um we ended up having the ducks being really moved around by them a lot. And so uh, and it was disruptive. The birds couldn't come in and roost and feed like they, they needed to. So we started reducing the hours where everybody could be on the water, and that helped some. But ultimately, our commissioners voted to say, um, on our public areas only, um, non-residents can go anywhere they want in terms of private ground, but on public areas only, we would uh, – uh, have them hunt on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. So they can come out, hunt those days, um, and then go, uh, anywhere else they want in the state, because public areas for residents, it gives the residents a little edge on, on, Good. you know, the Saturday. Yeah. And, and those few days of the week to try to rebalance that because our residents were just really upset saying, boy, we can't hunt our own areas. And so, Trying to create a balance, like all our regulations, we'll start and then see how they work and then adjust. And our folks are really data-driven. Everything's based on the um, the surveys and the numbers that they have. And so it's kind of our first effort to try to balance that a little bit based on all the feedback we're getting, especially from those
1: If somebody wants to comment, uh, how how do they do that? How do they uh, let their feelings be known to you all?
4: Yeah, just um, we we invite people to come to our commission meetings. They're on our website, but then also all of our commission meetings are hybrid. So even if you uh, just want to uh, call in, you can do that too and talk to the commissioners. And of course, you can always write letters to, and we send them to all the commissioners. But but you can either come in person or you can uh, call in uh, by Zoom to our. Our commission meetings, and we we welcome those comments. It took us a couple years of, of talking and visiting with commissioners about that to kind of get to to that uh, that that trial, and uh, yeah, and it's a work in progress. But we're just trying to to balance things so that they um, our residents are, are a little happier with the weather.
1: Yeah, right. Well, um, anyway, let's get back to talking about fishing. Fishy. Uh, last week we, were, t- we yeah. were talking about the the saw guy and, and walleye and saugers. That's I was talking to Brian Andraka from the Kansas Angling Experience yesterday. He had a, a group out crappie fishing yesterday, and the last fish that they caught uh-huh. of the morning was a twenty one inch sauger. Whoa, nice fish! <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah where, just, where were
4: they? Where, where were they fishing?
1: They're fishing on Clinton. And they were just fishing some timber, like I said, for crappie, and got yeah. them saugard with them. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, it was a saugard, exactly. not a saugard. But good size fish. Nice exactly fish.
4: That's exactly what I would say. They are aggressive, and they're getting big enough uh, that, that yeah, they're a bonus fish. Even when people aren't targeting them. So pretty neat, pretty neat.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, what a what a great bonus fish if you're crappie fishing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, we're still yeah, got we still got a bad connection with you.
0: Oh, it's getting worse. Isn't it? How's
1: Maybe that? I'll just sing for twenty minutes. Let's <laughs> do. Let's sing a
0: duet while uh, we're waiting to get a better connection. I'd rather have have him with a bad connection. <laughs> <laughs> you, you sure you don't want to sing with me? <laughs> hey, Bridge was washed that. out and I can't swim. Uh, you don't, don't, don't know that one. Don't know that There's one. There's a little toe tapper.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Well, another thing that we didn't get to talk about last week, yeah you know, uh, the Kansas Department of Wildlife and Parks did a study on the forward facing sonars or uh, and live exactly, exactly. and yeah. so can you talk about what the results were, and what do you think what do you think's going on? Do you think that the the life scope is is given an unfair advantage to people, and do you think it's going to have an adverse effect on fish populations? but if yeah, what did you find with that study?
4: Yeah, so we've actually now, over the last few years, done a couple studies, um, one on uh, winter crappie, one on uh, regular summertime crappie, and another one we just recently did on blue caps. Um, because everybody was, was thinking that those bigs would be just easy pickings. Um, what we, you know, what we was... Uh, if you're obviously using it, you don't have an advantage you, you guys are experienced you're somebody who has got a brand new one and, and that, that's skilled with it but once are in they can get pretty good and it can give you a little bit of an advantage but the important thing there is that you, you can still only take home so many exactly so many blue cat
0: yeah.
4: the time good for you. Uh, but here's an interesting thing. We did those
0: different studies. And we Those are those in the peer review. They were the well, this, this, is, they can, this is not going to work. I'm, Brad, this is not I'm gonna sorry. Work. Our, 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 the phone is just terrible, and I don't know what's going on. Whether Maybe you can stand on a beer can or something. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's very <laughs> scratchy, you know, cutting in. Yeah. We'll just have to reschedule and get you me, back. Me I mean it, that's just, it's beyond
1: repair. We didn't have any problem with you last week. But, yeah, uh, this week is terrible. Oh,
4: yeah. Boy, I, just, I, I, I look forward to it. Yeah. yeah, that's true. You let me know. I'll get in a better spot. Yeah. yeah. You let me know and I'll... I'll.
0: We'll just have yeah. to call you back and reschedule yeah. you on, on the air. That's all there is to it. Yeah, that's just,
1: we might try again next week.
0: If, we only if we got might. the three listeners now, and now they're turning us off. So, <laughs> <you know>. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Thank well, you. we'll
4: make we'll, a plan and I'll,
0: I'll be, uh, It's cutting out too bad. We'll,
4: come we'll out of town.
0: We'll call you back on a different yeah we'll, deal we'll, and we'll we'll, uh, we'll try work next out Sunday something maybe. next week or the week after yeah. or somewhere in there and yeah. and get you. I'll talk that. to you during the week. Yeah, talk to him during the week on a darn thing. So okay. what they,
4: yeah I, have, I yeah. apologize. I'll do better uh, next time. Oh, right, not right, not buddy. your
0: fault. Okay. Not your fault. Yeah, really weird. I and mean, yeah, last week he was so gin clear. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was like he was standing in the backyard back here. Yeah. Right. So. Well,
1: yeah. He's got too much good information not to be. Able to uh, hear.
0: Let's talk a little more fishing here. I want to talk about what's going on below the dam at Truman. Have you heard
1: anything? Now they should be. Ter- uh, do you know what the lake level is at Truman? It's just a little bit below normal, so they're they're running a little bit of water, but uh, it's not real consistent. But there are some fish being caught down. There. I haven't heard anything about walleye getting close, but uh, I've I've heard that they're catching uh, quite a few crappie and white bass. There ought to be a couple of walleye. Uh, yeah getting, it should
0: it'd be right on the edge of the start of the cusp Yeah, of it. absolutely yes yeah, so. and, and then if kind of watch that because when all of a sudden maybe we'll catch a rain well no rain the forecast for 10 days no. is, so but maybe they'll open it up a little bit can you get a uh, release rate from them can you call a certain number or anything you can get
1: yeah but all it gives you is just the the daily it's not a forecast it's not a forecast yeah that's a shame. There is a website, and I don't have it. Um, I don't use it, but it, it's uh, there is a web a website you can go to. I'll have to see if I can find that this yeah. week. But it does give you a weekly forecast. Now it changes depending on the weather, but it does give you an idea mm-hmm. uh, when and and what times are going to be running in your water. But you know, pretty much on below the dam, get there early and late, no matter what. No matter the main difference, if you want yeah. to catch walleye, walleye, yeah.
0: uh, but. If this next time, if they would open it up and run some water, well, they're going to be moving up there. Yeah, it would be behove you to lie to the boss and get down yeah. there, and that's not just sick. right
1: below the dam, but that whole area, yes. you know, from below the dam up uh, past Warsaw, up past the sixty-five mile bridge. Yeah, you know that's that's where those fish, th- those fish will hold in those deeper holes along the river there. So anytime now, they're up there. Well, you know, we talked to Dusty. I talked to Dustanzy a lot last November and December. And that's he fishes that stretch up, up through there a lot. And he caught he, he caught usually close to a limit of walleye every day. Yeah. Fishing for crappie. Mm-hmm. So they're there. They were there then, they're there now.
0: Now when you were down there and you were film we were filming and they shocked the fish.
1: Oh yeah. Wasn't that spectacular? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, I mean, what what did you see? Well, and this was at the very beginning of the spawn, um, so there was no white bass. He said, you know, if, if we'd have been there another week or two later, there'd been so many white bass had been solid. You could have walked across the water with them, but there was just a few white bass here and there. But it was the the walleye. Um, we I think we collected 380, 360 or 80 fish, and of those, we had four that were 15 pounds Oh, and – I don't know how many between twelve and fourteen there was. I mean, hundreds, uh, hundred seventy-five. Really? I mean, there was a bunch, a bunch of big fish, and then the countless, you know, smaller ones. But it's just crazy, and you know, we get to go right up to the face of the dam oh, you know, with the conservation department yeah. when they're shocking them and. And uh, but you want to know when they're going to be out there because it does have an effect on the fishing well, down, sure, down below. Oh, sure, would. yeah. yeah. It, if they're going to be there, don't be there. Yeah,
0: that's pretty darn good. It simple. screws up the
1: fishing, but it's a necessary evening, you know, you got to do that.
0: Got to milk them, yeah, yep. got to milk yep. Yep. them. Uh, they're
1: just not going to do it on their own. So it's it's a great program that they've got over there um, with the uh, not just the, the walleye but uh, everything else. And we just can't get along without them,
0: yeah. And I it's a short lived. I think what 24 48 hours of the fish don't basically bite. Yeah. You know, right. And, and so you're going to yeah. get right back into them if yeah. you can and you know maybe even that evening. Yeah, even that evening, you know, it depends. It, they're not shocking them all.
1: No. You know, on the day. There's also. still a lot of fish on <laughs> down cuz these are the, only the ones from in the we only they only uh, shock in the restricted area. Yeah. So there's a lot of fish down below that too.
0: I have to ask you this, did the big one get away? Did you see anything you went, "Oh, and they missed him no. or no?" they no. You got them all, huh? Yeah. Them guys are good at that. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) Yeah. and they didn't give you any samples to take home.
1: No, I mean. What kind of an MD? Even my tears didn't uh, persuade them. Oh, really? You cried and carried
0: (laughs) on, put the big toe in the sand and all that stuff, and didn't work. You know, and act hangdog. It didn't work. They're
1: dead serious. They're serious. Yeah.
0: Hey, we're brought to you by Reed Chevrolet, ladies and gentlemen. If you've not been to this fantastic store and these fantastic humans, shame on you. If you're a Chevrolet wanting to buy a Silverado, which you isn't. There's no buy finer to buy a Silverado pickup from. I think they you'd have to look at the rebates and those programs right now. But five, six, seven thousand, eight thousand—I don't know the numbers now—but it's crazy times for the Silverado pickup market. They got that inventory like you can't believe. Beautiful, beautiful truck. There's a gray one out there that's got. Uh, uh, there's a gray one out there that's got marks on it. That's where I've been licking. <laughs> I want that Silverado pickup. <laughs> Trevin can't get me finance, I'm sure I have not talked to him about it, but. Well, you've got a fairly new truck out in the parking lot. Well, I'd right like now. to have another new one. The ashtray's full on that one, you know. Uh, yeah. But, uh, gee you know, they got some of the prettiest colors now. They changed, you know, their whole thought pattern on colors. And, uh, yeah they got a huge inventory. And they'll never, ever, ever, never. You can't believe the feedback I get off this commercial. Uh, it, it, people come up to me. I was at the airport the other morning, and a guy came over to me, and he said, You know, that deal you were talking about how great they treat you, it's, it's unbelievable. The way they treated him and the professionalism that they showed. But they got an inventory. They treat you with respect. They'll never sell you one. They'll help you buy a pickup truck. You know, duh, a car, whatever you want. There's nobody like them. I just love these guys. So if you're in the mode, which who isn't, (laughs) wouldn't you like to have a brand new Silverado
1: today? Absolutely.
0: Well, maybe we can get our producer to co-sign with you.
1: I Or if you can't do that, then go down to Belton and shop for a new boat. You could do that. Go down and see go down to Sportsman's yeah. New Marine. Yeah
0: how about getting both in one day hey oh boy that new silver trip and it. then drive down to Joe and get a new boat all at the same time uh,
1: that's that's gonna cost you sportsman's outfitter that'll cost you with mama she who must be obeyed but yeah if you got a boat they've got more boats down there right now than they have the last the last several years so yeah. good time to shop for a new boat there's not going to be a yeah. not going to be a sports show this year so get down there and deal with them if you got a boat problem. Best place in the world to take a boat if you got a boat problem, and I speak from experience because I have had a lot of them. And Dave Hammy down there, he's the head mechanic, he's the best. and yeah, yeah, he will take care of you. Please come and join us at the Kansas Open, the Open Seasons Sportsman's Expo. It's when is March eighth or March eighth, uh, ninth, and tenth? Eighth, ninth,
0: and tenth. And I'm going to be on stage, I think, on the tenth,
1: which is a Saturday, isn't it? No, that would be ninth, 9th. 9th. Friday the 8th, Saturday the 9th, and Sunday the 10th.
0: I wonder what time I'm going to be on stage. Uh, It's probably up to you. We'll find out. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be on there. And we'll giggle and laugh. I'm not going to lecture anybody. I'm going to tell you how stupid I am about hunting ducks. (laughs) All the mistakes I've made in my life. You know, it's just crazy. Crazy, (laughs) crazy times to hunt ducks. You Uh, know, I I got thinking about duck hunting and what it's meant to me in my life. It's unbelievable. The friends I've made, the people I've met. Priceless, priceless, yeah. absolutely priceless. I, I've set in that blind days, you know, and they don't fly. Doesn't still, still great, yeah. still great. Tell you what, that wraps it up for this edition of the Midwest Outdoors. Boy, I'm sure Brad, we couldn't get Brad to well, come we'll, through. We'll make it. We'll do that, that again. Up. Yeah, we we'll get that done. Go, we got to go for this week. The next time we see you, I hope we see in a great outdoors. Hey, the
1: next time we see, ya, I hope we have another Super Bowl championship. Yeah, really,
0: we will. Don't worry about <laughs> go Chiefs.